so many other attributes that come along with just not making money as well as far as manning up. You, you got to right. be there. You got to have a listening ear. You got to have a tender heart right. and a quiet mouth sometimes. The problem in our society is not women having to submit to men. Almost never have I heard a woman complain about that in almost 30 years of being a pastor. But I've heard plenty of them talk about being abandoned, being alone, having to make all the decisions. I've seen plenty of that. I'm Bill McMinn, Senior Pastor of Beagleville Bible Church, and this is the Way to Go podcast, and we are about faith, family, and daily life. We're about taking God's Word, breaking it down, making it practical to everyday living, and we love to do it. Now, if you want to watch the show, you can actually go to Eagleville Bible Church. Just go to YouTube, type in Eagleville Bible Church. You will find it on the Way to Go playlist. But again, faith, family, and daily life. This is what we're all about. I'm Bill McMinn. This is Way to Go Podcast. Glad you are here. Teddy Hill, good friend along with me. Uh, Teddy's a guy who the Lord has really done a lot of work in his life, and he is a little bit free right now because he's recovering from a surgery, Teddy. That was pretty major, man. Yeah, it was. It was, you know, uh, you got to get some parts and pieces cut out of you, you know, to make sure everything's working again. It's, uh, yeah, it's a little uh, unnerving, a little painful. That's right. Well, here's here's what we're going to talk about uh, today. It's just kind of like manning up. You know, there there are times in this society where you wonder, seriously, like we're just going to go all with political correctness on everyone and no one's going to stay just sit there and speak the truth i think about uh what happened to george floyd and you know people videotaping it i'm like there was no one around to stand up and say hey you know it's a little hard you know maybe you need to take your knee off that guy's neck or when there are cops you know why can't people defend cops when a cop's being i saw somebody they had a a footage some guy throws this big disc into the back of a cop's head knocks him straight to the ground and and the response of the onlookers like the crowd just like oh man oh what'd you see that oh dude you know and and they're filming it and i'm like put your stinking phone down and get over there and help that guy what is wrong with you people or or you'll see footage of somebody filming some guy basically raping a girl in a subway. I just saw it from another uh, friend uh, showed it to me. And we're both wondering, where are people not doing something about this? You're going to stand there and take that? So I, I would say, you know, there, there definitely is a thing where we need to we need to man up. Yeah, well, you know, a lot of people, they, they don't want to get involved that way. But, I mean, if you really got a lot of grit and you're raised right, you know, you, you're going to step up. Right. You're going to step up now as far as the police trying to stop them from doing something to somebody. Uh, it'd probably take more than one person to do that if the police was being yeah, vicious. I, I'm not saying that you would go you and know, tackle a police officer or somebody make a citizen's up. arrest. I'm just saying speak up. Yeah, yeah speak I, I up think there are times. And while we're on being a man, I just want to say, guys, do not use these three words. Yay, yummy, and yucky. Those are three Y words. They're all Y words. Don't, guys, don't say yay. We don't say yummy, and we don't say yucky. We just don't say it. Okay? That, that's my three things. What do you need? To, what does it take to be a man? Well, let's start off by not saying those words, okay? Because those are chick words. But I would say. Not be, even when you're feeding a baby? No. Okay. I don't use it, man. I don't, I don't use it. I can't even. I have a hard time tolerating when a guy sends me a K. Just K. I'm like. 
You can't spell it out. Just okay. You know what I mean? Just say, spell it out. Just say, give me the whole thing. Just give me this K. I've been teasing people about it. And I say this tongue in cheek. I mean, I've been teasing about people about this stuff for years. Uh, but be strong, I would say, is the first thing that I would like to talk about. Because, you know, as a guy, one of the things that, that we have to be is we're the hard workers, right? Our wives are too. I mean, wives are phenomenally hard workers. Yes, they Man's are. Man's work is done with a setting sun. A woman's work is never done. I mean, my wife works hard. A lot of the women I know work they're amazingly strong. But for a guy, I mean, we do have to get out there and provide for our families. That's a big responsibility that we have. So if you don't provide for your own, you're worse than an infidel. That's what the Bible says. So that that's one thing, job one of a guy. You got to be strong for your family. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's no other way you can be. If you slack in that area, then that leaves a burden on others that really shouldn't be doing it. Right. You know, if you're going to be a man and go make money, and do the right thing. And there's so many other attributes that come along with just not making money as well, as far as manning up. You, you got to right. be there. You got to have a listening ear. You got to have a tender heart right. and a quiet mouth sometimes. Yeah, and, sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. But <laughs> I think know? that here's one thing about being a guy. There, there are too many times where I see men becoming passive, where they're just, okay, hey, I don't think, I don't, I really don't think our teenagers should be drinking at home. Oh, stop. You know, okay. Hey, I don't think they should be dating that guy and the wife. Shh. Okay. Hey, I'd really like to go to church. Well, I don't want, I'm going to leave church. Okay. Well, whatever church you want to go to. Like this drives me nuts. Like I'll hear this sometimes from guys say this. Oh, honey, whatever church you, you want to go to. If you want to quit this church, like Eagleville, you want to go now. Okay. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, you give me your man card right now. <laughs> you lost. You're not yeah, exactly. It's like you're you're not even making decisions for your own family. Yeah. You're just there going for the ride. I mean, it's just like whatever. There's stuff happening that you don't want to be happening. I'm like, whatever happened to men? Like I'll, I'll hear guys talk about it. Hey, I didn't really want that to happen, and I'm thinking, then how did it happen? <laughs> if you didn't want it to happen, then how did you let it happen? Because some of these are moral issues. You know, these are like big deal issues big for deal, families yes. and things that are going to cause a lot of problems down the line. That's part of being a dad. Part of being a dad part of being a man is standing up and at times saying no the only reason that i stayed out of trouble when i was a kid and me and my every one of my brothers know it we would have been in so much trouble if it wasn't for my dad because my dad was a, he was a man he didn't put up with us he's like you're not gonna do it like that's not how you're gonna behave and when we were rowdy in church you're gonna sit with me i'm not asking do you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not coming here asking your permission. Is it okay if you guys sit with me or moms or or mom? Yeah. No, you're gonna you're you're going to sit with me. You're going to behave. You're going to act in this way. That was my dad. You know, what I mean, he didn't he didn't put up with this. He wasn't there. Oh, honey, where do you want to go? What do you want to do? You know what I mean? Oh, you want to be involved? No, he's like, no, we're going to be involved. We're going to, we're going to go to church. We're going to be here on Sunday morning. We're going to be here on Sunday night. I mean, that's the kind of man I grew up around. He worked his butt off for the family. And he was decisive. He was strong. And we needed him to be strong. Well, you have to be deliberate. You have to be de decisive, not divisive. Decisive. You, know, like you have to be deliberate. It's good to be affable and friendly, but you have to be deliberate right. when it comes to, listen, I'm not going to be doing the things that would detriment my family's uh, spirituality with Jesus Christ, right. you know, especially nowadays, you know, the way things go, you have to be like, listen, man, the only way anything's going to be resolved is if we keep a really close relationship with God. Right. 
Yeah, I mean, I didn't go all authoritative on my kids when they were growing up. I mean, as they got older and they came into their teenage years, and when I talked to them, I talked to them more respectfully, more, uh, instead of like, if you were five years old, I might say, just do it. You, they got a little bit older, I would I would change the tone in how I talked to them. Talk to them like adults, hey, I could use your help on this. This is what I'd like you to do. If they gave me golf, I never argued with them. I just said, mm-hmm, just do it. Yeah, it's the strategy. They could be ba 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 ba. I'm like, this is Charlie Brown's teacher talking. I'm not listening to any of this. Exactly. Wah 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 wah. I would just, uh-huh. Now just do it. Yeah. You don't do the second, but this is what I want done by the time I get back. Okay. So I would make that I would make that clear. And if it didn't get done, there'd be consequences. So it's it's a relaxed society nowadays to where men are a little lackadaisy when it comes to I mean it it's God says we ought to be the head, not the tail. Right. We're the head of the family. But we also are equally yoked to our wives. Right. And we make those major decisions with them. But when it comes down to, like, this is a decisive decision. It has to be made by a man. It's not a chauvinistic viewpoint. It's a godly viewpoint. Like, yes, we are going to do this, and it's important for our family to follow these guidelines, and we're going to follow them. Right. Because God ordains it and he tells us to. So there's no questions. There's right. ands or buts. You Listen, know? I, I think there's some things, you know, for guys, we just like food. A lot of times we don't really care where we eat. Whatever you want to do. I, I think there's time for a guy to say, you know, to my wife, hey, whatever, whatever you want to do. But I'm planning a trip out west. Okay. I'm not, I don't, I'm not coming there and I'm taking into consideration when I plan the hikes and where we're going to be, what my wife wants to see and what I think she's going to be comfortable doing. And I told her, I said, I'm not taking you, at least not knowingly, any place you're not going to be comfortable to go. And I've seen the pictures of some of those hikes, and I know full well she's not going to do it, and she would be terrified. So those are the kind of hikes out west I'm not going to do. But I'm not, I'm not saying, hey, I want to go out west, plan my trip for me. I'm being the man. I'm planning the trip. I plan the whole itinerary. I typed it out and I handed it to her. And then she'll call, well, where are we staying on one night? Well, this night, that night? I'm like, look at the itinerary. No sense in recreating the wheel. I already got that typed out. Okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? Well, you I got said, a lot of practice creating uh, creating itineraries. So, yeah. I mean, I would probably roll with you if I was Jerry, you right. know, as far as that Well, she's goes. doing all the hotels. She's picking the hotels. And she, oh, I love this one. It looks so nice. And they have, you know, having a pool is important to her because it's hot out there. Having a pool is no interest to in me whatsoever. So I look at that kind of stuff and I'm like, hey, that's cool. That's why she's doing the lodging because she really cares about that I stuff. I bet she'll be at that pool. I care though. about what I see. Oh, yeah. When it's 100 degrees, you know I'll be there for sure. <laughs> but I'm just saying you can't as a guy push every and be a man and push every decision off to your wife. That's all I'm saying. Most women want their man to be a leader. They don't want a guy that's not going to listen or make all the decisions. My wife and I team decide stuff. We discuss everything. Uh, cars, where we're going to go to eat, what we're going to do on a certain night. We discuss every single thing. But on the other hand, she doesn't want me just to pass every decision off to her or she has to make every call every decision she doesn't want that no it makes for a more favorable lifestyle between a gal and a guy that are married you know if you make right. the decisions together and and they see that hey this if if they don't trust your leadership i'm sure they will step in right but i you know most good marriages and most good relationships with a man and a girl each one of them has a big giant pile of trust for each other yeah, so sure whatever Absolutely. they can do Okay, you know, Jerry's good at this, you're good at that, and then it comes together, and I'm the same way with Dude, my wife. I, I see this, I've seen it in COVID, it's come out super clear. Guys not coming to church. Guys not, why are they not coming to church? 
Wife doesn't want to. And I'm looking at it like I get it to a point. Like I do get it because some of them have like elderly family members and whatnot. Other parts of me, it's like, where am I leading? What's truly important? And I think that's up to everyone, whatever you do in COVID. You I'm wear almost masks, feeling guilty. Masks, I've had to stay away from church because of COVID, but I've had to Yeah, but you had a health COVID issue. Test, I, I'm not arguing know. with people that have health issues or have elderly parents living with them or they're working. Like, I get it. On some of the stuff, like, I totally get it. My challenge is it's just demonstrating another issue that we're having in our society where men are not standing up to lead. The problem in our society is not women having to submit to men. Almost never have I heard a woman complain about that in almost 30 years of being a pastor. But I've heard plenty of them talk about being abandoned, being alone, having to make all the decisions. I've seen plenty of that. I've seen guys not controlling their temper. I've seen guys not controlling their alcohol. I've seen plenty of that. You know what I'm saying? Most women that I know, the issue that I see is men are not leading the way that God wants them to lead, to be a good manager of your home, to lead well, to make sure your children are following and, and doing the right thing. And you're you're right there. Yeah, your wife's right there along with her, but she doesn't have to have like, you know, if you have three kids in your family, four kids in your family, really there's five because the husband's the fifth kid. You know what I mean? That she's actually married to a man, not a child, who can come there and and help and be a leader. Most women would love a guy to be a leader and be a spiritual leader and be the one to say, hey, let's pray. Let's read our Bibles. Well, that's how you, you right. navigate through life, by being taught by God. It does teach you how to be a good leader. People don't, and the attributes that come along with that, you know, the peace, the passion, the, the, the yielding on certain things within the proper perspective with your wife. Right. You know, it's not like you're forcing it, oh, you're going to submit to me no matter oh, what. No, never. That's some right. legalistic that's some legalistic right. stuff there where, no, submission means, hey, you're going to submit. I'm going to respect. We're going to roll with this. And right. we're going well, to yield. I mean, a lot of the hikes, to. a lot of the hikes that I'm planning, I'm planning because I already know my wife is scared of certain ones I talked talk to her about. And she goes, yeah, I, I'm not going to like, there's a path that's three feet wide. And the way that you climb thousands of feet is holding a chain on the, on the with your left hand. And you're going to hike up this path. And, and you're a sheer cliff on the on the other side of you, like two feet away. She's like, she's just not going to do it. So I said, okay, well, when we get to this park, which is, this is Zion National, we're going to hike the Narrows, and that's the river. So you're going to have water shoes. You're not going to have any elevation at all. You're just going to, it'll still be beautiful. And then it will drive to the high points, and we'll look down on it from there. Mm-hmm. But I'll hike you through the river because I know you're going to be more comfortable with that. So, yeah, I mean, I'm always in consideration. Her and I had a big discussion. She goes, are you sure you want to stay two nights in Bryce and not two nights in Zion? We had a big discussion. I'm like, I'm willing to change that. Like, I'm willing to change that itinerary. But then we got into a big talk about it, and we're like, no, it still makes sense the way we have it right now. It just actually makes the most sense for how we're traveling through. So, But we discussed it, and I think that's the way that you should do it. But you got to be strong. I, I think men, when I look at men, what I, what I want to see in men, I want to see them being strong. I want to see them being, they know what they, they're selfless too, because Jesus Christ washed the disciples' feet. He said, the greatest among you is going to serve. I mean, that's what Christ said. He didn't come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life a ransom for many. I lay down my life for my family. I mean, that's part of being a man. I think of all the sacrifice. I think of all the Friday nights I went out with my kids when I didn't feel like it. All the times, because I was tired, and I'd already been out every night. Like, these kids have been home, and my wife's been home. I haven't been home. All I want to do is be home, you know, because I've been out doing church work every night. And uh, so I get to a Friday night, but now, Dad, we want to go to miniature golf. We want to go see a movie. We want to go out to dinner. 
I would always do stuff with them. Right. It matter what I wanted. You know what I'm saying? It matter what they wanted. You know what I mean? That, that's prayers the selfless. And you probably caught a second wind, you know? And then yeah. you had fun. Not always. You know, always, man. I'm a high energy guy anyway, but I, uh, yeah, it doesn't take much coaxing to get me to go do something because I'm a doer anyway. But I'm saying whether I wanted to or not is irrelevant because I'm going to do it for them. I think of all the sacrifice I've made to put that house together where we live for my family. I think of everything on that property. I think of all the things I've built there to make it nicer. You know what I'm saying? I did it for them, man. When my last kid left for college, I wondered why I even had anything because everything I had was for them. You know what I'm saying? Everything I did. Isn't that being a man? Oh, yeah. Big time. Right? Yeah, you got to be selfless. You can't, even in any any type of relationship as friends, even you have to be selfless. Right. You don't have to set aside your own little defects and qualms and, and go at it and try to do the best you can. And that's manning up. Like, hey, you got a, you got a friend that's quite a handful and he calls for help. So what? Go help him anyways. Even right. if he's a handful. Right. You just got to have the right time frame to be able to deal with it. And, right. And you still do it. And this, well, this is why I think, man, I think they're strong. I think they're selfless. I think they stand up. You know, I think uh, when I think of what is, what is a good man, somebody's moral, he's honest, he keeps his word. Uh, there's somebody you can count on. Uh, they're not people who just stand around and uh, watch everyone else do stuff. Like, you, you want to see what I don't think as a man, and I've seen this kind of stuff. When you're 20-some years old or 30 years old, and it comes time to move something here at the church, and you stand around and watch a bunch of 70-year-old guys do it. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you're a 20-some-year-old, 30-year-old guy, and I'm sitting there watching this. My respect level is crashing. Because I'm like, seriously? You can't get there? You, you would sit there and let that guy pick up your end of that seriously and you wouldn't jump in there and say not on my watch well i've met some 70 year old men that are stronger than 20 year old guys well i would agree and and let me tell you something and that's, why, though. and that's about and that's about as sad as our world's getting because i don't doubt i i think a lot of older guys can outwork the younger crew i've seen i mean it. not all what, what do they call it no. 10 ways of sunday is yeah. that what, said, what the saying is i can outwork that guy 10 ways, 10 of, ways sunday. of sunday 10 ways of sunday yeah. but whatever that means we get it you know what i'm saying like you're gonna work circles around not it. all young men no 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 yeah, I, I speak up for them in this county know? i know a lot of young men who are awesome they're moral, yeah. they're hardworking, they're ambitious, they're getting it done, they're showing up to work every day. That's what I respect. You know why what, I well, say here's, that? here's what I hear about. No, here's some of the stories I hear. Like, come back from my daughter where she works. Guys will say, oh, I was exposed to someone COVID, can't come to work now for 14 days. They're out at the mall with their wives, they're out taking their wives <laughs> to cop there. And, and what does every guy think of this? What does every single guy at that place think of this? Well, as soon as they see it, because they might not report them to the superintendents, but they all see it and know it. What do you think they think? They're like, that guy just wanted to get out of work. And when you're the kind of guy that just wants to get out of work, you just lost your credibility with a bunch of other guys you work with. Oh, yeah. Right? Because every guy is not like that. And every guy who comes in, whether he feels like it or not, every and gal, by the way, in, in case where my daughters, men and women who work that job, Every man, every woman that comes in there every day, whether you feel like it or not, whether you're tired or not, you don't call off because you know I would never let my crew down. I'll never let my team down because if I'm not there, that means somebody's got to come in and replace me, and I'm not going to make them do that because that's my team. That's man thinking, right? Yeah, even throughout my little situation with the surgery, I've done what I can for as far as my part goes, dishes, everything. Right. You know, just try to do what I can for my wife, 
within, you know, but the other stuff, like the stacking of four cords of firewood that's laying in the yard, they're going to have to do that. So I do have to rely on sure. some young men in my family. You had it. a major surgery, dude. Yeah, so you know I what I'm saying? There's you know, nothing you can do. And as soon as you're cleared, you're going to be picking stuff up. I'll guarantee it. But Jesus, look at how he handled the money chain. Jesus Christ, man, he comes in there. You're not going to rip off these people. You're sitting there, and that's what they were doing with them when they would come in for the Passover feast. They were giving them the wrong change back because they were bringing in different currencies from different countries, and they would get it changed into the uh, basically the Jewish currency. And so they were ripping them off on the exchange rates, and that's how they were making money. And Jesus Christ said, you're not going to turn God's house into a house of thieves. Like, that's just not going to happen. And there's got to be some stuff as a man where you're like, not on my watch. Like, I think about this church. There's stuff I've said that's not going to happen. Not on my watch, like over my years, that's never going to happen. We're not going to do it because it's not the right thing to do. And you give someone your word and you tell them you're going to do something, you're going to do it because that's how being a man is. That's how I grew up. Oh, yeah, me, me too, as right? far as it went, you know, that keep your word. Don't give it if you can't keep it. Right, absolutely. You know, be quiet that, and don't say a word. And you make that place better. Yeah. Like I always heard, it's, that place should look better when you left than when you got there. And you should be able to put your name on it. That's what I heard. This is the kind of way. This is the America I grew up in. You should be able to put your name on your work. Just take pride in what you do. It should look better when you get done. You should be there all the time. You keep your word, man. Your word, like this is the way. That's kind of like I'm not a big country music fan, but I like the, I like the stories they tell. Why? Because that's what it is, man. Of your word. Anyway, you've been listening to uh, Way to Go podcast, men. Man up. That's all we that's all we can say. Be a good man in this world because this world needs good men. Teddy's one of them. Glad you could be here for, with me today. Appreciate it. You guys all have a blessed week.